You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, favorite fact-facing friends feasting for phenomena founded from philanthropists feeling fantastic this is good job brain your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast today's show is episode 157 and of course i'm your humble host karen and we are your peppy platoon of poindexters pleased to present plenty of pleasurable podcasting <laughs> i'm colin i'm dana and i'm chris that first alliteration is from our friend uh louise who wrote in that was one of the longer ones we've yeah. ever had. Good job. Yeah. And this episode is brought to you by Harry's, the destination for quality and affordable men's and women's shaving needs. Women have to shave too. But just <laughs> not really on their face. All the men are like, yeah. We are mammals. It's nothing <laughs> it's you can true. do. Yeah. But you have to run away from that as a woman. Okay. So. You don't have to shave, but if you do feel like shaving, uh, Harry's is a great. Well, you know, I don't want to put pressure on anybody. I like that. Yeah. Um, you can always check out Harry's, uh, focused on providing a great shaving experience for a fraction of the price. Also, they have really cool packaging and really cool stuff. We really like the brand. I, mean, I guess we're brand nerds, so we like the branding is really <laughs> classy. It's very um, clean design. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, all of their equipment is uh, German engineered, and uh, they have like awesome uh, shaving cream. And fifteen dollars gets you a set that includes handles, three blades, uh, shaving cream shipped to your door in a fancy package, and you can even customize your own shave subscription plan according to your hair growth hmm. <laughs> and preference. <laughs> I've used Harry's on my legs. Yeah. I gotta keep them aerodynamic for my races. Right. Yeah. Every every millisecond counts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, of course, you can visit Harry's dot com. H a r r y s. Harry's dot com. Use the promo code Brain to save five dollars off your first purchase. And we have. Uh, I went to go to our PO box, our mailbox, and we got uh, a whole day. bunch of stuff. Mail day. Ooh. Kevin sent us a game, and if you are a fan of our regular segment, Brad Pitt or Lasers, you will like this game called Timeline. It is kind of like a card game, um, kind of similar premise as Brad Pitt or Lasers. You get these random things, and you're trying to uh, put them in order of yeah. when they're invented order. or born. Yeah, and they're just really random, and there's like expansions. There's a general version, and there's like yeah. you know really specific ones, so go check it out. It's called Timeline, and thank you, Kevin. Thanks to We've Got Ears.etsy.com. This was crazy. Aww. For sending me. You personally. Me personally. Yeah. A handmade mouse ears that you, you know, from Disney. Like, a generic no, no, Just so a cool. generic mouse. Not <laughs> yeah, any yeah. specific yeah. mouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just They're mouse. mouse ears. Yeah. 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 You know, mice have ears. Mouse. X. That's right. Yeah. Large, yeah. round ears. Ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two circles. But. They're but orange bird. They are orange bird. Yeah. It was handmade from orange bird fabric. And it has like a little orange bird bow. Uh, so thank you so much. That is my favorite character. I'm got, a lot of people are actually uh, tweeting and, and Facebooking. They're like, we keep seeing orange birds. Like, Bader mine off. off. See it. <laughs> we talked about it. Now you see it. And now you can appreciate its uh, its origin. So thank you so much at we've got ears.etsy.com. And we have another special letter, Chris. It's a listener letter. We're going to read some of it. It's written... Uh, 
in uh, it's handwritten on loose leaf paper. Uh, dear college G- ruled. College no, this is not college. No, ruled. I don't think oh, that's college. This is not college oh. ruled. This is regular regular ruled. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> middle school ruled. We'll have to talk about the difference between college ruled. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dear GJB, hi, hi. I'm Olivia, an 11 year old listener. I was picked to read this letter, by the way, because I'm yeah. the closest thing we have to an 11 year old. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. An 11 year old listener. I've listened to almost all your podcasts in a little under a year. I really like intricate words, learning foreign languages, reading and writing and dancing she almost put a period i think at the end of writing no there was a period at the after reading and then that's crossed off and then it says and writing there was a period and then that was turned into a comma and dancing we appreciate your thoroughness what a a busy 11 year old yeah yeah yeah. i know you guys get tons of fan mail and requests tons is I mean, it's relative. It's relative. Yeah. Thank you, Olivia. Did you mean to write tens of fan mail? <laughs> um, but I think it would be pretty cool if you use my alliteration in your next podcast. Well, guess what, Olivia? That's going to happen right now. It And her alliteration is this. <clears throat> Welcome, quizzical and quabbling queer queens and quackas quitting Quidditch. I really like quitting Quidditch. What's quacka? Oh, I don't... Aren't they animals? I'm not yeah. sure. Oh. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. I like quitting Quidditch as yeah. a phrase, actually. Quitting Quidditch. Um, yeah, just to too much... To focus on your magic Focus studies. on the owls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. And uh, someone in Olivia's life is going to sit down with her and explain what queer queens means. Yes. So... Um, not just strange royalty. N- exactly. Yeah. Um, but we know it was written in that oh, in that spirit. Are we looking at a quokka? Yeah. A little kangaroo-y. They're a little cute yeah. little... Yeah. Oh, oh, they're from Australia. Yeah, they're marsupials. Mm-hmm. By the time you receive this letter, Olivia writes, I will have gone to a superhero trivia at my local library. Well, I hope that Ooh. worked out. Yes. Oh, oh my I god, I want to go to a superhero trivia. Um, I would destroy yeah. everyone. All the she, children. It looks like Olivia is, <laughs> like is going to do pretty well because she's already studying up and asks, did you know that Batman doesn't have any actual superpowers? Mm-hmm. I, I did know that. Yes. Say yes. <laughs> Colin. Yeah, well, <laughs> None of us wanted to say it. Is, I, I is, is cash money a superpower? <laughs> you know well, no, no, no. <laughs> Batman <laughs> is the greatest detective. So I would say he does have an above average deduction. But it's not superhuman. It's, it's, it's right it's at just the a, limits it's of a, human it's capability. It's high end of that's, human. Yeah. Right, oh, that's it's not super cool. Well, well said, Dan. Yeah. 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 Right. Let's I watched the documentary and they talked about that. Um, Olivia, <laughs> Olivia attaches a massive list of weird facts. It is it is totally impossible to sneeze with your eyes open. Is that true? As a kid, I, I, as a kid, I used to try and like hold my I eyes open. I used to hold them open. <laughs> but and your it just, reflexes. It just hurts. Yeah. 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 There is a oh this is good. There is a ninety nine point five percent chance that mermaids and unicorns are real because what? because only point five percent of the ocean has been explored. Oh, <laughs> yes, um, and a host of other things. Too. So I would go mermaids. Yes, unicorns underwater. I don't think the underwater well, unicorns is going to happen. What's of a unicorn? We may we may have to cross off the mercorn. 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 That's a narwhal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a narwhal. It's a narwhal. A narwhal is a mermaid and a unicorn. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that. Well, yep. And um, <laughs> there's no human part though on the narwhal. <laughs> The heart. <laughs> oh, the soul. That poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Olivia, Yay. for this yeah. lovely, lovely letter. And some more housekeeping, some some really cool updates. Uh, so last episode, we talked about fantasy slash fake food. Tamara wrote in. She was very, very pleased that I talked about foods that you didn't know that were fake 
or imposter foods, uh, such as like wasabi isn't really mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. wasabi. Yeah. Uh, and Colin, I blew your mind with the fake blueberry. Yeah, the little blueberry bits. Yeah. Are Those not little blue- injections of Those blue. Are not yeah. blueberries. Yeah, yeah, just die. Uh, so Tamara said, uh, uh, it remind me of some of the fake craisins my mom was eating. They're just dyed blueberries, <laughs> uh, but also huh. just about every single fruit flavored oatmeal has dried apples in it. If it's blueberry flavor, it is blue dried apples. Mm. Banana uh. flavor is yellow dried apples. Peach flavor is pink dried apples. That makes so much, much sense. sense. It, it does. really does. Like the texture is it's totally not. the same. You can't tell. Fleshy. That's why yeah. they always use the word flavor on the front of the package. You know, yeah. it's blueberry flavor or whatever. Yeah. So that yeah. I was like, oh my god, mm. the peach is that not peach. It is peach flavored apple, apple. bits. Uh, also, another uh, follow-up on something we talked about before. Uh, David Murray from UK said, I saw this in Time Out London, which I believe is a publication, yes. and wanted to share. So remember, Chris, when you talked about the Death Ray building? I do. There were two. One was in Las Vegas, yes. the Vidara, which yeah. got fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one was the Walkie Talkie building in London, in London, which also got fixed. Yes. But now there's another problem with the Walkie Talkie <gasps> building. Um, what happens because it's curved? Yeah, it creates what they're they're calling the downdraft effect. So wind would come, uh-huh. hit the curved surface, and get redirected uh-huh. down. And so, so people on the street are getting getting blasted uh-huh. by it, this it, building it from above. Yes, <laughs> this building is is just. This is why we don't have curved buildings. Like, why why don't we have curved buildings? Like, just build one and you know, find out. It's like well, right. let's let's see. Yeah, so well, like, we we didn't notice these problems on the little tiny foam <laughs> model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> School for ants. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for your updates and your fan mail. And without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz Hot Shot. Okay, here I have a random Trivial Pursuit card, and you guys have your barnyard buzzers. This Trivial Pursuit card is from Pop Culture 2. Okay. okay. So I'm, I'm hoping we'll do, we'll do good. All right. Okay. Um, here we go. TV. Blue Wedge for TV. What actor was hired to fill the void left on the original Law and Order by Jerry Orbach's departure? Oh, Ooh, Colin. I think that was Dennis Farina. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. yeah. Cool. He's, yeah. He's a veteran. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He I can just doesn't. Him. Really? He yeah. Oh, I guess like more of a copy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And he was, on, he was on Crime Story years ago. Jerry um, Orbach. N- nobody can replace Jerry Orbach yeah. in, in, in my heart. Yeah. You know, his eyes are donated. Yeah. He, what? He donated his eyes to the city of New York. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there are people, there are two people in New York. <gasps> With his eyeballs? Yes. Jerry Orbach's eyes. Yeah, Jerry Orbach's eyes. Do they get a whole pair or do well, you just get one? You just get the one that you need, I think. I yeah. Think so Maybe too. you need both. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. When you donate eyes, they're wired left and right, but like. You just the eyeball organ? Can you plop them in either left mm, or right sockets? That's a great question. Excellent question. Probably. Yeah, because it's yeah, the I would, nerves. That... I would guess probably. It's, or you just flip it over. You know, you just rotate it, right? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. but then you would see everything upside down. Yeah, well, sure. Well, that's what glasses are for, though, Chris. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Wow, glasses. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be a facts show. <laughs> I would have to, if I were to make an educated guess, um, well, I couldn't do that because I'm in no way educated. <laughs> if I were to make a from-my-butt guess, I would say you can swap your left and right eyeballs. Yeah, that's a really, that's a really interesting question. That is an interesting so question. Optimal, Where is the hardware? If you 
you, if you, dear listener, have performed uh, an eye and transplant, I please, please, surgery, please yeah. enlighten please us. us now. All right, uh, next wedge, pink wedge for fad. What color dresses do members of the over 50 Red Hat Society traditionally wear for official outings? I actually know this. Uh, Dana. Purple. Yes. Not mm-hmm. red. What is this? That is a red herring. A red. It's like a club for older ladies. Yeah. Huh. They do. You'll start Social. seeing it everywhere. Now, oh, okay. now that you right. know, know about it, look for like a hat. It has a purple sash around it. Or right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So you'll when I do. Um, now that I'm pushing 50s. No, no. Oh, like yeah. now you'll see Just it. Like it's like a community. community. When I run the Disneyland uh, Tinkerbell Half Marathon, they're famous. Like they just have like all of the Southern California Red Hat mm-hmm. Lady mm-hmm. Society line up and they cheer for you. It's very cute. I believe, very I believe Marge joined a parody version on oh, The really? Simpsons yeah. even. Yeah. Yes. My mom talks about joining sometimes. But she's She won't. I'm sure she Why? will. She's not going to do it. <laughs> but, she, but she wants to. I think she likes the idea of it. Uh, all right. Yellow Wedge for Buzz. What song did Colin Powell, donning a hard hat and strapping a hammer to his belt, parody at a 2004 Jakarta security conference? What a... Uh, Chris. 16 tons? No. Oh, that's a good guess. I'm trying to get yes, the hard guess. hat okay, and the yeah. hammer. Um, Who was it? Colin Powell. Colin. Colin. YMCA. He said Colin Powell. It is YMCA. Yeah, well, that's a good guess. Yeah. YMCA. Is it y- Why did he do that? Why is this? It doesn't seem professional. It's weird. He pronounced it colon. Colon. Like like the organ. He he spells it. He spelled it the way I spell my name. He just pronounces it differently. You know, I had a coworker who another colon that's C O L A N. Hmm. And it's really hard not to say colon. (laughs) Colon. (laughs) So continental. All right. uh, Purple white for music. What Bob Marley classic offers the comforty line? Little sister. Don't shed no tears. Mm. Dana. No, no woman, no cry. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's gonna be alright. Uh, Green Wedge for movie. What movie featured Rosie O'Donnell as a cop undercover at a sex spa oh. in full dominatrix oh. regalia? Oh, this what was, was like this? Uh, yeah. Is it Exit to Eden? Correct. Oh, yes. Okay. yes. Okay. yes. And Dan yeah. Aykroyd? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Dana Delaney, maybe? Yeah, she was the, the mistress or something. Whenever anyone says Dana Delaney, which is not that often in my life, but whenever anyone says Dana Delaney, like my brain follows it up with Animaniacs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Totally insane. <laughs> Last question, sports and, gambling, sports and games. What sport could boost its U.S. fan base by letting players, quote, use their hands, according to ESPN the magazine? <laughs> Oh, interesting. Uh, so, Chris? Soccer? Must yeah. be. Must yeah. be soccer. Yeah. yeah. It's dumb. Oh, okay. Whatever. What a weird question. But yeah. that's the whole point of the game. I yeah. Fi- yeah like, I think that's, that's, the, that's the point. Like that's it. the point. Yeah. It's, that's it's, the point. It's supposed to be a very kind of cynical thing. It's like, Americans will only watch it if you could use your hands. <laughs> I feel, though, that, that like, this card is probably 20 years old. Because like, soccer in the U.S. is far more popular oh, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, that's yeah. true. This that's is, true. Yeah. yeah, it seems like an old card. Cool. Good job, Brains. So this week's topic is inspired by, uh, man, lots of listener uh, contribution today, uh, from Natalie. And she wrote in, and she said, it's really, really sweet. It was really touching. She says, I think everyone is beautiful in their own way. With this being said, I'd love to hear a podcast about different beauty regimens from across the land. 
Though we don't have a water cooler at my job, I like to always bring something interesting to our time clock chat to get the day rolling. Uh, water cooler is that? What is that? Like around the water cooler at the office. It's like is that a, is that you get the idiot? water out of? The, yeah, 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 it is an idiot. It's like the break room or something yeah. like that. That's been water cooler hanging out away from your desk with yeah. your coworkers. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. right. Or like you talk like the whole thing about TV shows being water cooler shows, like shows that you have to watch because everyone's oh talking God, around them. That around makes the, sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, I don't see a water like no. It's an old expression. Got yeah, got it. Right. It's oh, okay. an older office. I mean, I've been in offices that had them. Yeah, me too. But you probably have like a drinks refrigerator. Yeah, like a snack cupboard. Yeah, you know, around the snack. Covered. Yeah, I mean, if you were around, the, if you around, were around, a, around the, the vitamin water around, freezer, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, that's exactly, the modern yeah. equivalent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kombucha Chris. around the yeah, yeah the okay. kombucha All right. the around the, the yeah. We have the uh, the cold coffee keg tap, so I guess of yeah, course you do. Yeah. Substitute that the, the for water cooler. Coffee. What did you yeah. What did you guys have the other day? There was like they, they were making crepes in the office or something. Oh yeah, like that. for dinner. Yeah, and people come and make crepes. Yeah, uh huh. Sure, the catered. Dot com. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, dot TV. Um, so, yes, Natalie, this week we're going to honor your suggestion. It's, it's a very, very awesome uh, and actually pretty interesting topic. So this week we're going to talk about beauty. I know you don't lose it. This new snoop. Come on, baby, boo, you got to get into it. I will start us off. I have a quiz for you guys about home beauty remedies. Oh. Okay. Okay. You know, these these are things that you may have heard uh, passed down or seen on the internet uh, sure. or, you know, read gotcha. uh, in okay. a magazine, perhaps. Right, right, Things right. that may or may not, in fact, be valid. Mm-hmm. Home beauty tips, remedies. So I'll give you guys the statement, and you tell me if this is true or false. Oh. Now, these have been evaluated by professionals and okay, you know okay. dermatologists right. okay. and things, are we all going to work like together? How are we going to do this? Thumbs up, thumbs yeah, yeah. Down. Okay, thumbs okay. up, thumbs down. So I'll read the questions. You guys give me thumbs up or thumbs down for true or false. All right, here we go. True or false? You can use preparation H, the hemorrhoid cream, mm-hmm. to treat bags under your eyes. You know, it's funny because. I, I I know hemorrhoid is something to do with butts. Sure. But I have uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Do you guys actually know what it is? Well that might be that might factor into the answer oh, here. Okay. So okay. Uh, Colin will explain it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone says true. This is true. Yes, yeah. you can uh, you can use preparation H. So a, a hemorrhoid Karen at its at its simplest, it's it's like a swollen blood vessel, basically, mm-hmm. in your Butt region, bubble, bubble <laughs> yeah, area. Your you don't want it. Yeah. Um, oh, by your by the hole. Yes, yeah, yeah. not or in the, the tube area. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's not like a zit on your butt. Che- I thought no. it was a zit on your. That's butt like a cheek. carbuncle, maybe. No, mm. that's no, no, called no, no. a zit on your butt cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and the, the the primary treatment for hemorrhoids, you know, medically is just to shrink them. And mm-hmm. so, you know, preparation H and other hemorrhoid creams, yep. basically, it's a small amount of you know cortisone in there. And it, the oh. same action will, in fact, shrink and tighten up if you've got bags under yep. your eyes from a, a night with no sleep. Uh, this is like an old show business trick. They use this a lot for talk shows and things like that. Do people have hemorrhoids that much that there's so much so many creams that are made? Or do you yeah. think now as half get, of the hemorrhoid cream? <laughs> More cream like supplies for you know people use it for so so eye the, bags. The derma- dermatologists do say this isn't something you should use regularly uh, yeah. on on your eyes as a treatment you know but but once in a while if it's an occasional thing it will in fact work yeah okay yeah so 
this is what I've been told before, but it's like as you get older, the your the walls in your body start to break down a bit. So older people get hemorrhoids kind okay. of a lot. Mm. That's a like a normal thing. So it actually and, directly uh, and pregnant uh, women can get pregnant it too. women get yeah. them too. Yeah. So it like directly they, affects the blood yeah. vessel. It, it not it, the skin. It, it it tightens up the skin. It has like a cortisone, like a shrinking action, basically. Okay. Yeah. On mm. and then the thinner the skin, the more effective it is generally. Yeah. Mm. Don't do it too much. Don't get yeah. it in your eye. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that's the, the, the scary thing. Yeah. True or false, you can use toothpaste mm-hmm. to treat a pimple. Oh, man. Ah, I do this, actually, but I might. Karen and Dana say true. Chris mm-hmm. says false. This is true. Yes. Yeah. This is true. Dry yes, you can put it just a dab, a little bit of toothpaste on uh-huh. a pimple. It will, in fact, dry up the pimple. Most yeah. toothpaste. It's, wow. it's both the, the mint action and also the fact that a lot of toothpastes have basically, you know, clay or clay-like substances in them. And they both will work to dry up a pimple. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. True or false, you can use Monistat, which <laughs> is a yeast infection cream okay. treatment, to treat dandruff. Oh, huh. I've never heard of this. Oh, that's interesting, though. I don't know why you would. Dandruff it might say... be like a yeast kind of infection, like a fungal yeah. type no. thing. Uh, yeah, no. but I think dandruff is drying of the scalp. It's, oh, well, you think? Oh, it might be like a bacteria yeah. thing. Yeah, fungus. <laughs> fungus or bacteria. I know they're different, but so, yeah. I thought Monistat came like is like a like a. He said you can use it. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, I, I none of like, these products sorry, are marketed for this cat lack of podcast. Podcast is <laughs> in the building. All up in the since there've been a bunch be, of trues, I'm going to say it's false since there have been two trues in a row. That's I not, I'm going to game it. Oh yeah, okay. Chris and Dana say false. Karen says true. This is generally believed to be true. Ah, yes. Wow. Yes. Now, this is where it gets even more interesting. There are a lot of there's there's a sort of a, a an underground belief out there that you can use monistat or yeast infection cream to to treat hair loss as well. Hmm. So there are a lot of uh, women primarily, but there are a lot of people who have used this either on bald spots on their head or to treat dandruff. So the second part Oh. My God, cat! You're eating our listener mail. Oh no! Ah, the cat ate the listener mail. What are you doing? <laughs> my dog ate my listener mail. Yeah, my dog ate my homework. My cat ate my listener mail. This the second part. Uh, is the jury's still out on that one. Whether it can actually regrow hair. They, they've not done any <laughs> clinical trials. Okay. The yeah. only evidence for this so far is anecdotal at best. Yeah. But they do say that the antifungal kind of antimicrobial nature of it it can in fact huh. treat dandruff. Man. Now. There are easier ways to, and probably cheaper ways to treat yeah. dandruff, but it does yes. work. It would work. Huh. Well, if you're looking for a multi-tool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. You know. And if you have some left over, it's like, well, the yeast infection cleared up, and I'm just, <laughs> yeah. just sitting around. <laughs> you don't want to be wasteful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What could I use it for? True or false? You can use diaper rash cream to treat oh. acne. True or uh, false? Diaper rash cream. Yeah, I don't have You're much no, not experience necessarily. with I mean, diaper, I have rash diaper rash cream, cream in acne. my house, but is it so it dries I'd rather up, use toothpaste. It makes it so it's not moist. Is that what how, <laughs> what it does? Yeah, right. What? Oh yeah, I mean, it's diaper it, rash um, creams are heavy with zinc oxide. Yes. yes. Oh. oh, so then probably yeah. yay. True. Yes. All right. 
Everyone says true. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is false. In fact. <laughs> yeah, dermatologists do not recommend using diaper rash cream for your acne. Wait, um, but does it work? But does it work? It does not. It does not on balance work because the okay. zinc oxide is actually so heavy. It, it can be more likely to clog your pores uh, uh, okay. than any treatment gotcha. that the zinc oxide uh, might beneficial have. Yeah, you gotcha. should use you should use acne medication or toothpaste. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Or toothpaste. Last one. Mm-hmm. Last question. True or false? Mm-hmm. You can use Pepto Bismol. Okay. Okay. Off the shelf. Pepto Bismol. The pink stuff. The pink yeah. stuff for, for uh, acid, stomach acid, the heartburn, the yeah. diarrhea. Yes, upset stomach. You can use Pepto Bismol to shrink your pores. You can put it on your face and shrink Man, your pores. Oh, I have a big Man. pore problem. I've never heard about this before. Hmm. Shrink a smell on your pores. I don't think you should. I don't know. I'll say false. Chris says false. I want to be true, so then I can try this at home. Karen says true. I'll say mm, false. Dana says false. It is true. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go get some. And now, and to the extent that it is true, Uh uh, it's because of the salicylic acid in the Pepto Bismol, and in fact, that's what's in aspirin. So you know, aspirin is that this. You have also I I hadn't heard this before. You can put put aspirin on your face as well, also to tighten pores. And and this Uh is true. It will have that effect. The the, rub it on your face. You you could like crush it up and you know into powder and make it into like a little paste or something. Right. Right. And again, you. You know, you want to be careful with how often you do this and the amount that you use. But yeah, yeah, the ac- the, the salicylic acid and Pepto Bismol does have a pore tightening Man, effect. I, I was waiting for Cheese Whiz to show up. Somewhere <laughs> in this I feel like I'm okay with the size of my pores. Okay, yeah, You're comfortable. Your pores are okay. Yeah, my I have pores good. Are big. I have. I have. You have man pores. Pore esteem. Yeah. <laughs> because you're thanks, a man. Dad. Pores. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now you guys know uh, if you have various creams, ointments, liquids, lotions, you can put them. Put them all over your body. You can sometimes apparently. put them on yeah. multiple parts of your body. Yeah, Great. mostly just your face. So, <laughs> so just like, so just yeah. go through the cabinet, take out whatever. <laughs> all it is. Yeah. Put it on, and, and, and just put it on your face and yeah. see what happens. You'll be we'll beautiful. Probably be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say as a blanket closure here, please consult a dermatologist. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, speaking of crushing things and, and put it into a paste and then put it on your face, um, I have researched two very unusual uh, beauty rituals. Oh, yes. And this is around the world. The, both, both of these are facials, like they're facial treatments, things that you put on your face to make your face look better, younger, smoother, okay. whatever it is. Sure. Beautiful. Uh-huh. And they, have, uh, they, they both involve animals. Great. <laughs> I'm on board. What, what do you mean? <laughs> so the first thing is called the Uguisu No Fun. No fun. Okay. No fun. <laughs> Sounds um, great. Fun? As fun. in wind? No, as in poop. Oh, as in poop. Yeah. <laughs> fun. Well, in Chinese, it's fun. Oh, uh, so, okay. Uguisu, no fun. Well, there, there, there's a spoiler. Yeah. It's poop. It is nightingale droppings. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, and it is from Japan. And this is not a new thing. This has been in practice for, for years and years and years since the Heian period in Japan, which is... Uh, about 800 AD, so long time ago. 
So it was introduced to Japan by uh, the Koreans, and uh, back then, cultures of that region would use guano and different types of, of excretions from different animals to remove dye, hmm. uh, to remove dye from fabrics, and using it to, to make fabric patterns. The bird droppings, uh, very specifically the Asian nightingale <laughs> uh, droppings, it could remove stains. They they noticed it could remove stains from um, silk garments. So very like huh. very kind of um, huh. finicky fabric. On delicates. Um, yeah, delicates. And so they're like, hey, let's put yeah. it on our face. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so the life is short. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because being now here in America, like people want to be tanned, right? Yeah. You want to yeah. go get a nice tan, mm, yeah. or you put a bronzer. To look sun-kissed, to look healthy. You have that idea of being outdoors and healthy. In other parts of the world, it's the opposite. You want to look porcelain. You want to look very, very pale. Um, Because it means that you're rich and you never go outside. Yeah, you're not working out on the fields. You're not working the farm. Yeah, Yeah. and and, growing up in Asia, there's a lot of skin bleaching uh, Uh, products and stuff to make yourself very... And I'm naturally tan, so I never... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just never fit in. But anyways, um, so knowing that guano and especially this particular uh, nightingale droppings brightens something like silk they're like hey let's put it on her face what's gonna happen right Mm -hmm. and women used to mix it up the 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 poop Uh they would dry it right they would have uh cages and they Uh would scrape off all the all the poop and you know Uh just so you know when i say bird poop birds poo and pee it's all in that thing yeah yeah they don't have two systems yeah the the white and the brown it's all in that one it's all in one system so they scrape it they dry it they crush it into a powder and they mix it with rice bran and then you know uh, mix it with some water and you put it on your face Uh and this is also called a geisha uh facial because they wear a lot of heavy makeup yeah and back then uh, some of their makeup has some really bad stuff in it, like oh, lead, yeah, like yeah. lead. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or zinc mm-hmm. um, that would cause disease, would sink into your pores. So in order to wash that off, they use this kind of uh, right. the, the bird dropping facial and it, too. And it, it didn't really work that well because, like, by the end of their lives, Geisha would have some pretty messed up faces. Yeah, yep. a lot of wrinkles. Aww. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of a shame. Yeah. I think it's. Better now because we have technology. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but I'm right. Lead directly on there. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Um, safe now. Yeah. And so, what does it actually do? What is this? What, what makes this bird dropping facial uh, work? It does also, it work? Yeah. So does it, it does, work? <laughs> it does work. And well, a lot of countries have followed suit and are offering this services today. Okay. With bird poop facial. So you smell like bird poop, I, but you look. Pale. Radiant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm unsure whether or not some of these salons around the world uh, are approved. You know, okay. I, I don't think there's any, there's any like legal, you know, licensing. For yeah, this, yeah, for this kind of stuff, uh, uh, policing this kind of stuff. But um, nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, when they collect the bird droppings, they actually shine uh, ultraviolet light to the poop. Mm-hmm. To kill the bacteria. Yeah, that's good. Okay. that's good. Okay. So there good. is that level of sanitation. Back then, <laughs> it was all fair game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, back then it was lead makeup good and stuff bacteria. and the bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, stuff yeah. And bad stuff. Yep, clean um, off the lead with uh, yeah with fecal bacteria. <laughs> There's two major players. There's urea, uh-huh. urea, 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 mm-hmm. and uh, guanine. Oh, huh, okay. Guanine. Mm-hmm. So would bat 
work as well? Yeah, well, I I know people used to, like, a lot of different um, cultures would use baguano for a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, But this, it seems like it's just this one bird. sauce. For, you know, for mozzarella sticks. The the guanine produced, like, an iridescent effect. Um, And then the urea, actually, I mean, it smells bad, but it does uh, lock in moisture. Hmm. But the thing is, you can actually find these compounds by themselves, and there are some in our everyday products. Mm. They're not directly from birds. (laughs) And something that is more, uh, I would say, current and does not have a root in tradition, uh, snail facials, where you go to a place... They put a bunch of snails on your face and they, no, they really? crawl on your no. face what? and secrete slime what? and that slime is good for oh, your skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where is this? <laughs> uh, I'd rather have the preparation H. <laughs> like, They're popping uh, up everywhere in the world, but it is uh, predominantly in Thailand. Oh. But the whole thing is started by Frenchmen. Hmm. Oh, French love their snails. Yeah. Um, and, and you can just eat them when you're done. Right. So, sure. Well, I mean, they're already really close snails. to your face. Oh. Yeah. Oh. These are special uh. snails. Um, the two Frenchmen who pioneered this, uh, they imported a hundred of their special snails, and uh-huh. they eat chemical-free organic vegetables. Um, they live a pretty cool life. Free-range uh, snails. Free-range snails, and okay. then they climb on your face, pretty much. <laughs> and so the mucus... We, we've heard a lot, you know, we've talked a lot about snail mucus. There's a lot of weird magical properties in it, right? It produces the, the purple dye right. is from snails. This is like a new nightmare. I can feel it, like, coming. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> um, gonna... People do used to, even the, the ancient Greeks used to crush snails for, like, inflammation on your skin. Um, but this is a different matter. This is actual okay. live snails okay. climbing on your face. Mm-hmm. Um and again, <laughs> not not on my face, just no, so we're yeah, clear. Oh, yeah. Just so we're clear on somebody's face. Yeah. And again, like this fluid, the mucus, you can either get it from them sliding across your face, or you scare them, you threaten them. No, yeah. <laughs> one scares <laughs> skittering across your face. Uh, Wait, so like what psychological what does it horror? <laughs> like, what yeah. does it do? What does it? It has to do something amazing. Like, <laughs> you know, people are saying it's really great. Uh, you know, tiny your skin. It's all very and hand also, <laughs> This is the other sure. thing. Special snail. Okay, so snail. You know those like pedicures that the fish come and yeah, nibble yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. The dead, you know, they yeah. eat the dead skin off. So technically, they don't have teeth. It, that's why they're just like kind okay. of suck off the dead skin. Okay. Snails technically have teeth. They have 14,000 microscopic teeth. So I think part of that is exfoliates oh. as it slides across your face. Okay. Um, and I'm not... It's got mild abrasive. So this there. snail is biting your face. Uh-huh. Well, it's yeah. like, it's yeah, like yeah. scraping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My only concern is, Dana, I remember you talked about um, how the little boy brought home a snail from Hawaii. A oh, snail, yeah, yeah. And then... Invasive species. It becomes yeah. an invasive species. So I think that is the concern right now is like mm. these snails aren't local oh, why are they doing okay. it in thailand that's such a specific I don't know. well okay, i think because thailand is Fewer a place for a lot of spas a lot of beauty okay. treatments and, and stuff it. yeah and it's yeah. probably cheaper hmm. but yeah i mean the snails this, will work for cheaper yeah th- that's yeah. the scary thing is what if these snails get loose and screw up yeah. the local yeah. ecology so there you go oh wow uh some fun facials <laughs> for for people to try hmm. adventurous souls to try the snails i can't do i can do the bird poop no problem 
Yeah. I, 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 I would do that one. I don't want live animals. I know. I don't like snails. I don't like slugs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll just be old. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'll age yeah. gracefully. Mm-hmm. What you guys don't know is actually it's a giant snail. So it just sits directly oh on your God. face like a face a hugger from Alien. Right. Yeah. See, right. I'd rather yeah. have that. I'd rather have that than multiple snails on my face. <laughs> I'd rather have one fat snail. Oh, one big snail. <laughs> yeah. Like a Jabba the Hutt like snail. Big, yeah. So Lake Merritt in Oakland is kind of near where I live. It's full now of giant sea slugs. Whoa. You can see them. They they kind of swam in recently and they've been reproducing. How it's big like are they? Hundred, they're like Oh, they're big. They look like they would weigh two pounds if you pick it up. Oh it's my really God. big. I didn't pick any up, but they look wow. that big. Huh. Um and they're like everywhere. They they're eating the plants, so the lake is getting clear in certain areas. But is that good <laughs> or bad? I don't know. I, so so I was reading an article and they said that um uh, climate change, so it's warmer now up there. So they they've come in and they have like this big boom and bust cycle where they lay hundreds of eggs, oh. thousands of eggs, wow. and then all of a sudden they'll just all die off. So I don't know wow. what that's going to look like when that happens. When it's oh. full of dead sea slugs, <laughs> but they're cool. they're also called sea hares, like sea rabbits, huh. sea hares because they're that size. They're big and their their little stalks oh. are really big. Oh, too. that's kind of cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's intense. But, but now, now, now I have a really clear picture of what a giant snail would look like. Right, like that with like a that shell. with a shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would not put it on my face. That long story short, I wouldn't put it on my face. This is all to say. There you oh. go. <laughs> They're really big. They're really big. Oh, oh my god, that's a lot of eggs too. <laughs> I got They're everywhere. I got a clue. <laughs> we should go on a field trip. I'll show you. <laughs> Oh, speaking of field trip, um, attention, I hope this, I don't know when's it going to happen, but the corpse flower, the giant corpse <gasps> flower oh, yeah. in Berkeley is going to bloom any day now. They are, they're they just on a watch for oh, it. I wanna, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there is a live can. Yeah. Uh, and you can... Does it smell before, do you think? I think I think it smells probably intensely when it when And it how, blows, many, but... how many years between... Blooming, it's like fifty. It varies. Yeah. It varies. Yeah, oh, okay. it's like it, it could be as few as ten. It could be fifty years. Yeah, wow. right. It's gonna smell real bad. So get over there. And <laughs> smell so, it. Smell it bad. Smells like a dead body. So I decided if the topic was beauty, we had to go back and talk about Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Of course, which we've—I'm sure it's we've right mentioned it multiple times. A tale as old over as the time, years. indeed. Indeed. <laughs> um, you, yeah, you'd be surprised. Um, Two uh, women are actually at the center of the creation of the story what? that we know as Beauty and the Beast. I know, right? Wait, the cl- you're not talking about the Disney movie. I'm not talking you're about talking the Disney movie. I'm talking about like the actual, the classic story. Like, where did it come from? Yeah, no. So, La Belle et la Bête. I actually have um, a French video game version of Beauty and the Beast, which is which oh. is called that. And it turns out that that's very uh, appropriate because the story itself came from France. Um, yeah. No, but no, no. Gaston no, came from Les Americains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the version that we know the best, which was written as a fairy tale for kids, is by Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont. So that is a woman. Um, and she published it in 1756. But she copied it. She mm-hmm. copied it from a novella for adults, hmm. which oh. was written by Gabrielle Suzanne Barbeau de Villeneuve. In 1740. Whoa. Yeah, so... Both women. Both women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, both women, no pseudonyms. And uh, so, yeah, originally for adults and sort of rewritten for kids. But, however, 
However, the actual original, original story mm-hmm. that, you know, very clearly that, that Beauty and the Beast was was modeled after was a, like a French version that was, you know, written, um, was the actual original, original story was first uh, published in the year eight. Wow. Eight. 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 <laughs> <laughs> because this the the year it, this was the approximate approximate publication date of the narrative poem Metamorphoses okay. by the Roman poet Ovid, Ovid. Uh, mm-hmm. in the year eight. No, pre-orders started in the year seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so one of the many stories that were sort of pulled kick-started. from kickstarted, yeah, it was pulled from myth, uh, but Ovid sort of rewrote them uh, and. Uh. Uh, and one of the stories that he kind of first laid down in this in this book or this whatever it is you could buy in the year eight, um, based on oral mythology, was the tale of Cupid and Psyche. Oh, I love that story. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you go back and look at that story, uh, which I will briefly summarize now. Yes, because yeah. I don't know. Um, so there were a king and queen with three beautiful daughters, and of those daughters, the most lovely and and best of all was the youngest, and her name was Psyche, um, and she. She was beautiful and beloved, and the other two were a couple of jerks. Um, <laughs> townspeople thought that Psyche was so great that sure. they they actually uh, started worshipping her because they thought she was so cool. Instead of worshipping Venus, yeah. the actual god of love well, and whatnot, and goddess of love, Venus got very mad at this. Um, and so she told her son, Cupid, to go shoot Psyche with one of his love arrows to make her fall in love with something horrible, like something hideous. Unfortunately, Cupid, in a rare moment of screwing up, accidentally (laughs) scrapes himself with one of his own arrows, causing himself to fall in love with Psyche. So, uh, skipping ahead some stuff, Psyche gets sacrificed to the gods, but ends up not getting sacrificed to the gods. She ends up in a magnificent house, and she is told by a disembodied voice to enjoy herself and, you know, uh, just have fun in this house. And uh, she's given a lavish banquet. Oh. And they're like, oh, be our guest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she ends up, let's say, in a long-term relationship with Cupid. But she doesn't know who he is because he does not want her to... Because, of course, you know, people would get mad and find out. But he does not want her to know who he is. So he only comes into her bedroom at night and she can never see him. She thinks uh, that he must be a horrible monster because yeah. otherwise... Why, Why would he, he be hide? hiding himself? And there had been some stuff about, oh, you know, you're going to end up with this, you know, Horrible serpent or whatever it is. Post, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, but turns out, no, she busts in on him when he's, like, asleep with, like, a lantern. And it's like, oh, it's actually a super hot dude. Um, <laughs> and a lot of other stuff happens. I'm skipping over a lot of torture. But they do end up together. So it's very nice. Um and uh, so, so this tale of Cupid and that Psyche is very Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Conti- it is it's the, super the Beauty and the Beast. Her sisters convinced her to find out who it is too. Right? They, they were like, "Oh, yeah." The sisters be... play into it. For yeah. Sure. So that's why. So through the millennia, this this sort of you know it just gets passed down. It spreads throughout the world. It becomes this archetype of a fairy tale called the animal bridegroom mm. tale and there's many many oh, different versions yes, of it yes i've heard of the hedgehog one yeah uh, there's the uh, in, seal one. in the grim fairy tales we have the singing springing lark which is about a woman who gets married off to a lion and there's one from china like there's one from china and the and oh. even even the one from china like begins with 
and there was this rich man, and he had three daughters, and the youngest was the most ah. beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, that's how you can generally recognize these mm-hmm. archetype stories, because that's right. kind of how they begin. for the motifs, and yeah. And the, the man ends up somehow getting in bad trouble with a beast, a lion, a bear, a dog, you know, whatever it is. Um, and some, because maybe steals from him, or does something, something bad. Wrong, yeah. um, and the And the animal ends up betrothed to the guy's youngest, most innocent daughter. Um, and she goes to live with the monster, but it turns out that he's actually a cool guy. And, you know, she, you know, somehow she falls in love with him. And then at the end, yeah. it is revealed that he was an enchanted prince. Just so many variations on this super, super I old and all just being it was pulled that from old Cuban of an archetype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, if you think about the what the story is kind of saying, it's like this is something that young girls have faced throughout the centuries of, like, yeah. being married off to somebody who's very young. And they would perceive that person to be a horrible monster. Mm-hmm. Um and it's kind of telling it's it's telling yeah. girls for better or for worse like oh but but if you love him you know that's how you tame <laughs> the the beast right like that's how you kind of like you know make him a cool guy again so in beauty and the beast by uh Beaumont which is the the one that really is where we get beauty and the beast from the one that was for kids yeah merchant three sons and three daughters had some sons in there um the youngest daughter's name is Belle and that's specifically called out as being that's not her actual name it's just that she was so beautiful they all mm-hmm. call her Nickname Belle Bell. which ah. means beauty in french right uh she likes books like, uh-huh. this is this is not something Whoa. made up for Disney. Like, this was yeah, from the yeah. original 1700. She likes books. Doesn't want to get married. Well, it was the, a woman wrote a book for a bunch of women. Oh, yeah, and it's like, true. she's a little mousy. She's under, yeah. She likes books. She, likes books. she mm-hmm. loves reading. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, she reminds me of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like writing and stuff. Yeah, sure. um, <laughs> so, very much like in the movie, her dad finds the castle one day, goes in, you know, he eats the food that's inside, and he takes takes a rose because she was just like oh dad just bring me back a rose so he brings her back this rose and of course you know the beast beast says you are a thief you know uh but you can send your daughter in your place to be imprisoned instead of you here in the castle so he does and she's treated very well and you know um all the books you want to read whatever and they 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 fall in love dad she has the magic mirror the magic mirror is in the in the the 1700s yeah Yeah, right um she sees that her dad is sick she asks uh to leave she leaves and of course she's dressed in you know finery now and she's having a really good life and her sisters they kind of figure out like oh we gotta we gotta break the two of them up because she doesn't deserve to be this happy and rich and maybe one of us can get in there somehow so they (laughs) basically convince her to stay longer um in the hopes of like ruining what's going on with her and the beast she agrees but then you know she stays for a week longer but then she finally looks in the mirror and the beast is there dying of of heartache mm. and so she rushes back and she's like i love you it turns out he was a prince under a spell and of course as always i want to want to end on this um there is a there is a punishment for the villains in the original story and a, Ooh, and a moral. The sisters? Yeah, like any good fairy tale. Yeah, the evil sisters who tried to conspire to. And these they are, are, these are usually gruesome punishments. There is no, there is no Gaston, there is no, <laughs> no suitor, no. but the, the sisters are the, the okay. No the love trying. What happens yeah. to them? Uh, so the, the, the fairy, the fairy that originally enchanted the beast in the first place, who mm. is now like, okay, well, the beast has now gotten over his his thing, you know? He's not, a, like vain, he's not a jerk know? anymore. Yeah. Right, yeah. She says to the, the sisters... As to you, ladies, I know your hearts and all the malice they contain. Become two statues. But 
under this transformation, still retain your reason. You shall stand before your sister's palace gate and be at your punishment to behold her happiness. And if it, and it will not be in your power to return to your former state until you own your faults. But I am very much afraid that you will always remain statues. Oh. Pride, anger, gluttony, and idleness are sometimes conquered, but the conversion of a malicious and envious mind is a kind of miracle. Wow. Wow. Dark. That is dark. Go ahead, so kids. Ba- so basically, they're just statues witnessing the yeah. She's like, uh, until you own... Uh, this until you realize that what you did was wrong, you will be oh. statues, and you will transform back to humans once you realize what you did was but, wrong. But I bet you're not. Going. <laughs> well, at a certain point, they're going to envy that their sister can walk around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anything, it's just going to feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's like a Twilight Zone ending. All right, let's take a, a quick break. A word from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. And we're back. This week we're talking about things that are beautiful or beauty to be beautiful. So I have a, I have a segment for this. So recently, in the, within the last year, I heard about this, um, measure, this unit of measurement of beauty, like uh, the Helen. The Helen oh, is, oh, 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 is named cool. Helen huh. of Troy, uh-huh. the most beautiful woman in Greece or in in the world at that time. <laughs> and they said she was capable of launching a thousand ships. And that was the Trojan War. Like they came for her and they sent a thousand ships. And so a Milla Helen is, <laughs> is beautiful <laughs> enough oh, to launch one ship. One ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is so uh, good. That's great. That's funny. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what is, I don't think there's any way it's to tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's a joke, but it's there's funny. Um, so they're like, oh, okay. Helen launched a thousand ships, and they also burnt down that town. So there's all these equivalencies <laughs> for like what? How does it convert? So like, a, <laughs> for instance, like a um, a nano Helen. Uh, this writer said was uh, send an old man on a canoe trip and build <laughs> a good roaring blaze in the fireplace. So, <laughs> beautiful enough to do that, or a um, okay, so or a gig. Helen, which has launched the equivalent of one trillion Greek warships and destroy the solar system with your beauty. I like how it's two parts. Yeah. 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 Amount of ships launched and how much burning is possible. It's from a a work from the from 1592 and the line was, um, was this the face that launched a thousand ships and burnt the topless towers of Ilium? And so that's why there's really two parts to it about launching a bunch of ships and then burning something down.
down. Like that's how beautiful. <laughs> I want. I don't want to say it's fake science. It's. I know. I like. I like the kind of. Like, it's like fantasy science. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. One. One Helen. So of yeah. course Helen is one Helen unit of beauty. Yes, she yes. has. She has one Helen unit. Yes, mm-hmm. actually, there's so more than a thousand ships launched, like at that point. So she is actually. What was it? They did the math, and it was like one point two three. I, like <laughs> it's like a kilobyte, right? There's there's slightly more than a thousand bytes in a kilobyte, right. so she's yeah. slightly more than uh, I like one the old Helen. Man in the canoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody was like a a pico Helen is barbecue a couple of steaks and then toss an inner tube in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's the length you'd go to. Maybe it has to do with like power. Like how much yeah. power does your beauty mm. lend you? So like if you are controlling someone else with converting your beauty, it into you know, making jewels, them do something money yeah <laughs> lots yeah then we get power jewels and yeah. jewels Jewel- both yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have one last segment colin you got pads out i got the pads uh, paper out and pens uh we're gonna close Suns here. out guns out, yeah. pads out. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna close with a uh like a mini beauty themed version of a quiz i've done before called person place or thing oh. okay uh so i will tell you a thing process <laughs> procedure object you tell me hey. is it is it named after a person named after a place oh, named after a thing okay. yeah uh so this is beauty themes so these are this is all sort of around the idea of uh like going to a spa kind of the the wellness theme because okay. uh, okay. you know relax your body you're more beautiful outside so let's start with the word spa itself the word spa s p a okay. is spa you know, health spa, Gosh. any kind of spa, is a spa named after a person, a place, wow. or a thing. That's a great question. That is. I feel like I've heard this before, but I don't remember. Okay. All right. Answers up. Karen says place. Chris says place. Dana says place. You guys are correct. Yay. The town of Spa, Belgium. Belgium or not Belgium. Yes, the town of Spa, Belgium, known as far back as the 1300s for their healing, healing mineral, cold springs, cold Cold springs, springs, but healing, said to be healing mineral water springs. Mm. Uh, That's what I was hoping was the the explanation. Yep. Yep. Famous, as I say, since the 14th century. Yeah, since Roman times, wow. people would would make visits oh here God. for the healing properties, and yeah, the name of course is just directly uh, trickled spa, down from spa. there. Spa, spa, spa. Let's go, to the, spa. Spa. Let's go yeah. to the spa. We have our own spa. We don't Let's need you, go Belgium. To the spa. While you're at the spa, you may indulge yourself in a nice, invigorating dip in a jacuzzi. Mm. Is jacuzzi. the jacuzzi? Mm. The jacuzzi, the whirling hot tub, if you will. Is it named after a person, a place, or a thing? Hmm. There's a rumor. I don't know if it's true. Let's see. Answers up. Dana says person. Chris says person. Karen says person. You guys are all correct. You guys are all two for two. Candido Enzo Jacuzzi. (laughs) What an awesome name. Yes, he was an immigrant to America. I heard the rumor that he went to Cal. He went to Berkeley. I don't that's, know. That's, that's the rumor I heard. That's why I know he was Interesting. I don't know if it's true. Okay. I guess we'll never know. No, no, I wonder if that family is. name still exists. I've never met a jacuzzi before, a person. Maybe well, like there's the, the winery guillotine. here in, jacuzzi in Napa. Winery? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Jacuzzi. Yeah. Maybe that's where they went. Maybe. Made a lot of money. Let's all look it up. Let's oh, all I wonder why. if it's the same. 
family. family? Right, I, I don't know. Might be. I, I have like the guillotines or whatever. Right, the guillotines, right, right. Yeah. Guillotine the Karen, the Jacuzzi family did settle in Berkeley, California. Yes. Yes. Oh. He was born in Italy. Uh, in it was not so, a rumor. Where's yeah. Jacuzzi Stadium then? Yeah, I know. It's just a big hot well, tub. Yeah. <laughs> they say that he invented the, the Whirlpool bath that bears his name uh, partly for treatment for his son, his young son at the time, who had oh. rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, um, That's nice. Yes. While you are in the process of bathing and washing and spying and jacuzzi, you might use a loofah to exfoliate and scrub <sighs> off that dead skin. I'm sure you have all seen these. Mm-hmm. Is the loofah named after a person, a place, or a thing? I think I know what it is. Answers up. And you guys are all three for three. You all say thing. It is a thing. It's a gourd. The loofah, <laughs> uh, commonly spelled L-O-O-F-A-H, uh, mm-hmm. is named directly after the loofah plant, mm-hmm. L-U-F-F-A. Oh. Uh, the loofah, the, the loofah. The it is a member of the cucumber family. Yes! More broadly, the family that has zucchini and gourds and pumpkins. And when it's younger, oh. you can eat it. It's, it's an edible plant but if you let it grow and dry out all the skin and the flesh all falls away and you've just got sort of that fiber fiber husk left yeah and then you can even see in like the actual real dried loofah that you can see this the The seed chamber yeah yeah Yeah. like like a cucumber i was reading about the process for creating them it's yeah the 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 very last step they have to do is uh, shake out all the dried seeds once the thing is done because they're kind of knocking around in there all right, last one, last one. A little bit of a twist here. This is uh, just an answer you'll give me. Okay. The word sauna mm-hmm. is the only everyday common English word to come from this language. The word sauna, sauna. is the only everyday common English word to come from this language. Yes. What, what country is the home of the sauna? Oh. Wow. In Chinese, we call it Sanwen Nuan. Uh-huh. But, I mean, but that's phonetic. It's an old word. Uh-huh. They're still quite popular there in their home country. Uh-huh. And... Oh, no, no, no. oh, I'm sorry. Where do you guys think saunas are from? I think Scandinavian. I think or so too. Like, like Sweden. I like the way you guys Norway. are thinking. I like the way you guys are thinking. Or is it? Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna. Who cares? I'm gonna... <laughs> Go for broke. Go for broke, Karen. I love it. Answers up. Karen, oh. with the correct answer, oh. says finish. Chris, for the record, also has the correct answer. <laughs> Dana said Sweden. You guys oh, are all in the right door. region. Yeah, Finland. Yeah. Finland is the home of the sauna or sauna, if huh. you prefer. According to the BBC, 99% of Finns take at least one sauna a week. Whoa. Wow. It is extremely common there. Many, if not most, homes will have a sauna room in the home. Yeah. If 99%. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, good job, guys. I feel feel reinvigorated already. Yeah. Place, person, thing, Finland. You are all more beautiful. Aww. Thank you, Colin. That's the official name of your quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Place person, thing, or, or Finland. Finland. <laughs> now I have to work in a Finland question every time. Yes. Yeah, yep. that would yes, be awesome. awesome. I want to know more about Finland. <laughs> yeah. All right. And that is our show about beauty. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys, listeners, for listening. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about uh, bird poop, Beauty and the Beast, a Pico Helen. And also uh, things that you can use in your house for <laughs> beauty regimen, but don't yeah. try.
try everything. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on Spotify Mobile, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.